Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Joseph here with us. He's BizDev at Wildcat. Joseph, welcome to the program. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So tell us about the company. So Wildcat Group has been established about well back in 2007, started small with single families and real estate entrepreneurship and vertically integrated into a 30 units, multifamily and 60 and 90 and 200. And uh, we are keep going and expanding across the Sun Belt and our different areas. Nice. How many people in the company now? So it's depend on the time and the project valuation. So the core is about five people and, you know, could be up to 150 people based on the project. Brilliant. So uh, right now in a lot of places, it seems like there's a shortage of homes right now. Mm -hmm. Is that a true statement? It's always a shortage. Uh, I think it's very depend on areas and the demographic. It's definitely evaluated because people doing changing their style of work. They need more bedrooms if they're working from home. Uh, I think for the past two years, a lot of things change around us. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely sh the shortage is everywhere. And that's the beauty of our business. It's always going to be a needs. People needs roofs above their head. Yeah. So what does BizDev look like for you? Like what exactly are you doing? Because, you know, uh, you guys build stuff and then people buy it. So where's the BizDev portion come in? Yeah, so we are a little bit unique approach. We, instead of building new properties, which a lot of people are doing very well, we finding the gap. And the gap is properties that are 40 years old, 50 years old, class D, distressful, you know, bad management, um, neglected maintenance, all the combination of all of it. Um, basically a beauty that or a diamond that needs a little bit of a shape. And we coming with strong uh, engineering evaluation and data evaluation and all the fun stuff to that brings us to the place to find this diamonds and we're not scared of doing the, the hard work which means changing everything in the systems if electrical mechanical plumbing going taking electricity from overhead to underground and bringing the product uh, as we call it alox is like the affordable luxury product which means it's very similar to the new construction level. You're getting a granite, you're getting a quartz, you're getting stainless steel appliances, you're getting online management and all the, the fun stuff that's available around us. Uh, but at the same time, the process for us is much shorter. Instead of finding a land, developing it mm. three all years, permits, four years, we still need permits to do the work, but we can, we can be in and out in the cycle of the project one and a half year, two years, two and a half years when new construction can take three, four, five years. And at the end result, we're doing few favors 
to the world, you know. Number one, we're taking these old places that otherwise be another place for drugs or, you know, prostitution area mm -hmm. and, and drag areas to down instead of up. So that's one service to community to bring new people and bring new places in, into life, you know, taking the dinosaurs out in some way. But on the other hand is in the end result, if you coming and renting a place as a young professional, the delta you're going to pay rent if it's a new brand new two years old or three years old apartment versus 40 years old that everything's around you is new are very similar maybe 20 percent, 30 percent gap but our investment is way less than 30 percent delta nice so a lot more profitable yeah but it needs way more experience way more understanding because you're never going to know what you're going to find behind the walls oh yeah so uh, go back to the biz dev side of things. So what do you specifically do? Sure. So I've been with the company in every stage from the project management, construction management, system management to all hands. Uh, and today I focused at the best of my time as a development side of, of the business. So the core value, the relationship between the asset management, between the legal department, CD, PR, architectural, designing, all the aspects of it. Brilliant. So what's the biggest challenge that you face? Challenge? Uh, that's my question usually. <laughs> but I, I'm asking other people. Uh, it's a great question. I think the challenge is finding the right balance in life, which is always uh, the question for myself. Right. I'm looking for the next opportunity, being uh, thankful, challenge other people, finding the right people around us. That's the main challenge, I think. People, people, good people that can uh, drive with you and be part of bigger vision that wants to do create impact on the world, not just paycheck to paycheck. Nice. One of the things I noticed was I used to live in Berkeley, California, and it was really run down from the downtown core going out. Mm -hmm. And as gentrification started, uh, they started going to where it started turning bad near the downtown. They took over a block at a time. Mm -hmm. Like bringing in uh, renovating buildings, bringing in new tenants, uh, Barnes and Noble, Starbucks, and they were taking it back a block at a time. And I figured that that's how decay came in. It came in from the extremities, like slowly a block at a time uh, started having like uh, lower income, less maintenance. And so it's almost like an accordion going back and forth as things happen. So you have to find a property that is not too far out that is going to take a long time for people to feel safe to move in there. So how do you balance the, we're gentrifying, but uh, uh, at what stage do you gentrify that uh, in the high tech world where I come from, there was a difference between leading edge and bleeding edge. Mm -hmm. And so I guess you don't want to be on bleeding edge. So where's that balance to find the leading edge of where you build the, find those projects? Sure. That's a great question. I think you need to know and define for yourself what's your model of working what's your product what type of because what, what works for us not going to work for anybody else so if your model is specific you need to know your demographic your future demographic and identify and be very laser focused on what exactly you're planning to bring to the market you need to know around what's going on around you and again it's not applicable to any place uh, if you're looking at the combination of that you know starbucks and costco it's a good good symbols of, you know, fried around or Trader Joe's or anything. 
like that, it's not applicable in any place. In North Carolina, you cannot find Starbucks in 10, you know, 10 square miles versus in Manhattan, you have them on every, every square mile. Yeah, exactly. So it's not applicable to any place, to the same place at the same way. So again, know what you're looking for, what type of demographic, what, try to put yourself in their shoes, speak to the young professional if this is your future tenants, see what they need, how far they want to drive from home. Again, COVID changed that a little bit. Take that into consideration. And each one has its own task of uh, tolerance of risk, right? You mm. can be there very early, but you're taking a big lift, a big risk. It takes years until Trader Joe's and Costco and, and Starbucks will follow you. Or you're just going to go with the flow. If you, and if you can see that this area has been developed and developed well, then you're trying to be there at the early stages as you can. Nice. Uh, a friend of mine was... Uh an investor and he would look for actually gay men mm-hmm. uh, where they were moving into what parts of the city that were, cause they've got uh, a high risk tolerance and they really gentrify well. And so he would just follow that uh, their lead. And that was his uh, strategy to kind of find the up and coming areas, which I thought was kind of brilliant. Yeah. So Joseph, before we part company, uh, two questions, what brings you joy in your work? Mm-hmm. Uh, what brings me joy? So I found lately that every time the company needs a change or evaluation or pivot, mm-hmm. and it needs solving problems, and the more complicated problems they are, I have more joy to nice so resolve them. That that speaks to every part of my life. When it's kind of system boring, if I should say, it's very necessity, but it's still boring to me. I found myself a little bit less. That's what you tolerate. Absolutely. So what's one piece of advice you'd give professionals that they could use like a mind hack to be more productive, to be more sexier, uh, be more healthier? Like what's one thing you'd like to share? So first, find yourself. You know, be very specific about yourself. Do a check-in and know what's your target. What's your mm-hmm. target? There's a big goal in life and what's your target in the shirt, which means if you're targeting, you know, being, make enough money to pay your bills, then it's a one mindset, then be there and stop being jealous of people who's thriving and trying to achieve and conquer the world. If you decide to make big impact and sky's the limit, then go in reverse and understand it on every moment in your life, every moment of your day is very valuable. Based on that principle, you will start filter down all the stuff that coming towards you. Let's say you know, I want to make a hundred dollars an hour. So suddenly, if you're cooking, maybe someone else can do it for yourself, right? If somebody is cleaning your house, maybe somebody should do it for you. Maybe you should delegate more. Maybe you should give it to someone else more. So you will be much more focused and conquer yourself to the big task that you would. Absolutely. Oftentimes I tell uh, CEOs of companies that we work with, it's like uh, your time is worth $2,000 an hour, which is probably lowballing it depending on the company. And you're doing a $30 an hour task. You are stealing $1,970 from your company. Stop doing that. And then Correct. it goes, oh yeah, I am. Why am I doing that? I should delegate it to people that uh, need to be doing that kind of work. But not only stealing from the company, I 100% agree. You're stealing from your future of yourself. You're stealing from your kids, right? You, If you are 20 years old now and you're not fulfilling your destiny, you're not fulfilling your full 
ambitions, when you're going to be 40, you basically stole 20 years of yourself from your from yourself and from your kids. Absolutely. And uh, one last thing on that is uh, your kids, uh, Joseph, this is going to be a shocker to you. Don't listen to you. But they watch everything you do. And when you say you could be anything, you could achieve whatever, and they watch dad not doing it, they go more with what they see than what they hear. So yeah, the responsibility is huge. Joseph, thanks for being on the program. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Likewise. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming. And that is the fastest way to get better results. 